Hey guys, so I'm coming to you today with a little bit of a classical vibe, kind of setting a vibe for this episode, or as we're calling it, a mini-sode. So normally Eunice joins me, she's with me, but she's actually feeling a little under the weather today. So I'm going to do the mini-sode, I'm going to try my best to do it myself, and then Eunice will join us next week. So what we wanted to start doing is in between seasons, instead of taking a break and not posting any more content, we wanted to instead keep the content flowing and coming. So in between seasons, we're actually going to start doing what we call mini-sodes or mini-episodes. And this is actually going to be the first one, our kickoff. So in this mini-sode series, before we start our season four, we are going to dive in and investigate influencers and what exactly uh, at a high level is an influencer, what they are, what they do, and just give you more information. You could be a youth or someone out there that's interested in getting into the influencer game. There actually are people that do this and make a, a pretty good living from it. It's a career for them. So we want to highlight it as a potential career because we do consider influencers in the realm of entrepreneurship. So PGD fam, bear with me. I'm going to dive in. This is going to be unscripted, unedited, and let's kick off our first mini soap. So the first influencer type that we're going to talk about today is what is known as a product influencer. Now, product influencers are two types. Type one is where a brand or organization comes to an individual that has a pretty big presence over social media and basically says, hey, when you're posting your videos, when you're doing your posts, whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever the case, we want to have people see you wearing our brand. So we want to go into some sort of partnership, some sort of contract where you're going to wear our brand. They figure out the terms and conditions and whomever the influencer is essentially gets paid to be able to wear a brand. So some examples of this might be celebrities. So you might have certain celebrities that are promoting a brand or wearing a brand or talking about a brand. Um, for those of you that follow sports, you see athletes doing it like uh, Lewis Hamilton, number one Formula One driver. He often will do posts and talk about Puma. That's a brand that he wears and supports. Um, but you see things like that all the time. Sometimes you have like different athletes or celebrities that might have like a sneaker deal with Nike, or Reebok, Adidas. So that is a type of influencer. And uh, what they're doing is product promoting. Now, the next type of product influencer is someone that isn't necessarily promoting a brand or being paid to wear or promote a brand. But those are people that we would consider our product testers. So what they do is it could be a product and oftentimes it should be a product that they are also interested in. And they think to themselves, I bet there's a whole camp of people out there that are also interested in this particular product. And like most of us, because I'm guilty of this, there's certain things sometimes I won't buy unless I really do research on it. I read the reviews. I see myself, if anybody has done any type of product review videos, maybe on YouTube or TikTok about this particular product that I'm interested in, because the last thing any of us want to do, and we've all been there, 
and see your product. Oh, the content looks great. Oh, the product looks awesome and amazing. Then we buy it, we get it, and it's not what it was cracked up to be at all. And then we feel like we've wasted money, especially those products where they make it very difficult for us to be able to get our money back. So these type of influencers, what they will do is sometimes initially to get started, they might have to purchase the product outright or um, over time, depending on their following, depending on uh, how much traction they're getting out there in these social media streets, a brand may come to them and say, hey, we want you to shoot a video testing and reviewing our product and we'll give it to you at a discount or we'll give it to you for free or in exchange for us giving you this product to test and review, we'll also allow you to present any leads that you could send to us, any sales that we can generate from the video that you shoot, from the product review that you shoot, why don't you offer everyone a discount? So that would be if you wanted to get a certain type of hair, maybe you wear weave, and you look at a product review, someone reviews that type of hair, and at the end of the review, they say something like, um, hey, I have the website and my notes. Anybody that's interested in purchasing this brand of hair will receive 30% off by using this code. So that's what I mean by that. So those are our type of uh, influencers, influencers, ah, our product influencers. So our first type of influencer where they're paid to wear a brand. Like I said before, those are people that typically already have uh, a pretty large following already on social media. They are people that um, have gained their following in a variety of ways. Sometimes you go on uh, TikTok or you go on YouTube and you see people that do comedy content or um, they do other sort of content where they just so happen to be in the right place, right time, post a video that ends up going viral. And that is what then kind of catapults them into being a influencer. Typically though, there are four types of influencers and they are categorized by this. Now, the first type is a nano influencer. Those are people that have anywhere from 1,000 to 10,000 followers. The next type is a micro influencer. Those are people that have 10,000 followers to 100,000 followers. Our third type is a macro influencer. And those are people that have uh, 100,000 followers up to a million followers. And then when we're talking about our mega influencers, those typically are people that are in that, what you would call social media wise, celebrity influencer. So those are people that have a million followers plus. And a lot of times when you think about it, the celebrities, whether they're athletes, actors, or people within that realm, typically fall into artists, also music artists, typically fall into the mega or celebrity influencer category. Everyone else usually fluctuates between the macro influencer or the micro influencer. If you're talking about the game here that we're talking about of product influencing. So some of the top product influencing um, type people, you'll find them actually in different industries. So the top two where 
uh, product influencing is actually really popular is when you're talking about the travel industry and then when you're talking about the beauty industry. So the beauty industry would be people that are trying different types of makeups and makeup related products. It could also be skincare uh, type products and regimens, routines, and they are providing reviews on them. It even goes to hair and hair care products, whether it be weaves, shampoos, conditioners, um, sprays, detangulars. Uh, I mean, it, it's the gamut. It's everything involved in a beauty industry. And that is typically the most popular just because when you look at the beauty industry alone, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And ladies, how many of us will comb the streets of any type of anything, Google, uh, TikTok, Instagram, if there's a product that we're interested in, but we want to find out more reviews or information about it before we want to shell out the money, especially because when you're talking about products for us and our hair and our different hair types, it can get kind of pricey. So it helps to at least have people that fit into the same scope as us that have tried it, have similar hair patterns and things like that, that, okay, so it worked out for this person. There's a stronger likelihood that it's going to work out for me. I'm going to put the money in there. So beauty industry, you got it. Next will be travel industry. Although I must say uh, with the pandemic, that might have changed a little bit. I have to do a little bit more research on that. But the travel industry is everything related to travel. Everything that you think of from travel pillows to blankets to slippers, because you got to think about the long rides and the short rides of travel. Um, suitcases are really popular. I know um, myself and other friends that are also heavy into travel just because of our occupations and what we do for a living. Suitcase is life or death, okay? Travel book bags, convenience, being able to be able to easily get your hands on everything, maximize how much you can put in a suitcase, let it still be classified as a carry-on. All of that is really big. It's a really big deal. Um, so there are different people in the space of influencers that will do travel. And a lot of times it's called vlogging or blogging because people are doing videos or they're writing different articles about it, but it's still in the realm of influencer they're still influencing but they will pick various travel products that have come out whatever they may be and they'll do different product reviews on them and they will do reviews based on if you're doing domestic travel meaning you're traveling within your own country within your own space to international travel meaning you're going from country to country and with that just like with the, the beauty industry, people are able to actually drive traffic to influence the sales of a product or a brand within an organization. So this for brands and organizations could be a large revenue stream that could come in for them beyond just regular advertising on commercials like you see on uh, Hulu or regular TV and things like that. This goes beyond that. So it really is um, a big deal within marketing. Now, what does it take to be an influencer? A lot, because if you're just getting started, nine times out of 10, you're gonna probably be developing the content, editing the content and posting and putting it out yourself. A lot of times with any business, you don't start the business off 
buying all top tier equipment, hiring everybody to do every single thing, and then rolling with a team. That gets pretty expensive. And nine times out of 10, when you're first starting out in a business, you wanna keep your overhead cost as low and close to the chest as you can. So what does that mean? It means investing in the best equipment that you can, but you don't wanna break the bank. So that might be a lot of research on Google or YouTube to see what the best products are that are gonna be within whatever your price range is. And then of course, as you do better, as you build a following, as you get like a flow and uh, you start to get income coming in, then of course you can always elevate and upgrade. But first you want to try your best to stay within a reasonable budget and there's not really research-wise um, a budget that I can give you for that because it really depends on the individual themselves. But at most basic level, you're going to need a computer. Okay, so we'll start there. Have a computer, have the internet, and then if you can, you can actually get a lot of affordable mics that are under 100 bucks. You can look on Amazon. Um, you can also look at Best Buy. Best Buy has some. JLab creates some pretty good mics. I'm actually using a JLab mic now myself. Uh, Yeti is another good mic. So you can kind of price check between Best Buy and Amazon will probably be your best bet to find something just starting out. Computer wise, it just really depends on how computer savvy you are and exactly what you're trying to do. I actually use a Microsoft Surface Pro and I got this particular computer because I wanted something that I could flip into a computer and tablet mode, but it was durable. It had the gigabyte space that I was looking for because I do a lot with my computer. Uh, Eunice and I do the podcasting. I also do the writing of the different book series uh, chapters. I do a lot of stuff in reference to that. And then for all of our social media, I do the content curating, the posting, uh, the tracking of that stuff. So um, this is actually great for that because I can do it at home, but then also when we have to travel and we have to get on the road, it's light, it's uh, durable, and it's easy to handle. So uh, Microsoft has not paid me to talk about the Surface Pro. I know it sounds like I'm really getting into it, but this would be an example of me reviewing a product a product that I actually use, a product that I actually know. Um, but there are different type products. You could go with a Windows-based product or you could go with um, more of a Mac-based product. It's just um, really what you, the goal is to find something that's gonna suit what your needs are gonna be. I had to do a lot of research and find things that were gonna suit my need for being at home, but then also for travel. Because the last thing you wanna do is travel with a bunch of heavy, bulky equipment that's expensive that you then have to keep up with. So definitely Google, do your research. Uh, YouTube, Google, and um, actually Instagram really helped uh, us out when we were just trying to understand like from a technical perspective what our best options were and what made sense for us and in defining our need. Now, once you get all of your equipment together, you wanna understand what type of influencer you're gonna be. Is the goal for you to get your following up and 
have brands reach out to you or you reach out to other brands and you kind of build up that way as far as being like a branding product influencer or is the goal that you want to do product um, based content that you want to be the one that is reviewing the product and then you're putting that content out there to other people. And then most importantly, think about the creativity factor. Think about what's going to set you apart from other people. And you want it to be something that you're really interested in. Like, for instance, sometimes when I scroll on Facebook and I look through Facebook videos, there is a young lady, and I am so sorry that I do not remember her name. I'll try to find it. If anybody's interested, just email us at pgdfam at gmail.com, and I will email you back what her information is. But she actually does product reviews but the way that she does them is it's kind of comical and it's funny because she makes her husband the tester for everything and she's in the beauty space of product reviews so one video she's putting makeup on this poor man another video she's she's hot curling his hair um like every video is just comical and the husband's reaction to everything the little mini fight that happens in the beginning because he's always hesitant and doesn't want to do it, but then finally submits and is like, fine, okay. It makes it very entertaining to watch. So I'm not saying that to say copy what she does, but I'm saying that to say what I like about her is she found for her a creative way to put out her products reviews. She knew what space she wanted to be in and she stuck to that. And that's another recommendation. Stick to a space. Don't be all over the board. Be focused about what you want to do and let it be something that you're actually interested in and you're knowledgeable about. For me, if I were going to be a product reviewer, I would likely be a product reviewer in the travel space because um, for my career that I work as a senior analyst in technology, I often have to travel for work-related business. And then Eunice and I for the nonprofit and what we do for the podcast, we often have to travel. So I know a lot about the travel space. I know a lot about traveling hacks and things that you want to keep in mind when you're traveling domestic versus international. And I know a lot about the different airlines and the different third-party sites that you could use to, to help maximize bang for your buck. But then also, if you run into travel issues, who's going to be more likely to help you get out of them or not? So for me... I would likely want to go into the travel space if I were interested in that. So for you, you have to think about that as well. If you're going to go into the product space as an influencer, what industry do you want to do that in? And what is going to be your niche? What's going to set you apart from everyone else? And you want it to be products that you're also interested in, something that you use every day. And, um, you know, that's something that's really going to come across with your audience. Now, um, one last thought about being a product influencer, it doesn't hurt to also research other product influencers to um, get ideas, get an understanding. When it comes to price and cost and what salary range wise you could potentially get, it honestly is all over the board. I've seen things from uh, 5,000 a month to just a couple hundred a month, but the factors that play into it are the amount of followers that you have and then also the brands that you're working with. Of course, people that have a higher following um, 
a lot of subscribers, a lot of internet traffic, they're really driving it, they're going to go top tier. They're going to be with the Pumas. They're going to be with the Adidas, the Reeboks, the Nikes. Those that are just getting started, you might initially have to pay for product yourself. That's something that you're going to want to factor in with your budget when you're looking at equipment that you might not already have. Um, those, those are things that you're going to want to take into consideration. But if you are thinking about the influencer market and you want to dive in there, maybe product influencing is for you. So tune in next week where we're going to talk about our next type of influencer. And we're going to give you some tips and tricks about that, some knowledge about that, and just a starting point for you to be able to go and research. Eunice, I hate that you're sick. I want you here. You and me must snap apart. But Eunice will be back next week and we're going to kick it off together. So until then, PGD fam, we will um, see you on our Fruit Punch Fridays that we drop every Friday, Facebook Live, 6 p.m. at PGD Innovations. You can find us and we'll see you in the mean streets of TikTok and Instagram. Bye fam.